What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Out of Water podcast. Um, it's been a little bit of a while again, so I can only apologise. But first and foremost, Happy New Year. It is currently the 9th of January 2023. Got a bit of a sore throat going on, because I'll explain that in a moment. But yeah, how's everybody doing? It's been a little bit of a while. Apologies for that. I am going to pick up the process and um, kind of dedicate a bit more time to the podcast and get a bit of normal routine coming back over here and also to youtube as well that's kind of why i came here today uh firstly to say hello and check in on everybody and see how everybody is doing um i can't quite remember when i did a podcast last i don't think it was a million miles away but it has been a while so i do apologize in that regard um but it, like i said happy new year everybody how was christmas for you if you celebrate that tradition um, how was your new year? Have you set yourself any new year's resolutions? Um, I haven't. I've gave up with them a long time ago because I think I think it's a I think it's a creature of habit. As humanoids, we always dream big and set ourselves stupid goals that we kick ourselves in the nuts for if we don't kind of don't kind of succeed on them. So I kind of gave up. I gave up a couple of years ago, to be perfectly honest. Um, and I've never really looked back, to be fair. They're just, I don't, I don't, listen, if you've got goals in life, that's great. Go, go get them. Go get them, sister. But I think if you set yourself like, in the new year, it is going to be a new year and a new me. I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to find a Moroccan husband. It never works out. It always ends in tears, doesn't it? So I've decided this year, my new year's resolution is not to make any new year's resolutions ever again. Um, and that doesn't mean I ain't got goals. We've all got goals in life, haven't we? And if you bloody haven't, you bloody should. Um, but I'm just not setting stupid goals and kind of tasks for myself that I'm ultimately going to fail. I think it was Ricky Gervais. Let me see if I can quickly find it. He kind of summed it up perfectly. Uh, Ricky Gervais. New Year's resolutions. I'm sure it was him. Um there we go. Yeah, he said this on uh, just after Christmas. He said, most people New Year's resolutions end in failure and disappointment. I avoid this by being realistic with my goals. Next year, my aim is to be as daft. It, my ne Next year, my aim is to be daft for money, eat and drink way too much, stay fat, help animals and annoy critics. Only focus and discipline will lead to my success. <laughs> I do love Ricky Gervais. He's an absolute treasure. Love him. Absolute treasure, every man. But yeah, that's that's my that's my motto anyway. But how has everybody been? I genuinely want to know how your New Year's has been. Um, how have you been since we last spoke? I know it's been a little bit of a minute. So as always, reach out to outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. One more time. That is outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out to me. Say hello. It's been a while. I've not heard from my regulars in quite some time. So check in. Let me know you're still around, people. Um, but yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, I've been kind of toying around with the idea of returning back to YouTube for a while. And every time I get the idea, I always bottle it and stuff. I've got a lot of stuff going on in my head, you know. Um, I've got a lot of direction and... Um, focus on the channel and where i want to take it um and i recorded a video mm, it's been about a month ago now and it's just been sat on my camera roll and i've not done nothing with it and that was until today and i sat there and i thought you know what i just need to kind of bite the bullet i had so much fun over on youtube and i know that's where many of you guys know me from 
Um, I think I've just kind of run dry on doing nothing axolotls. Um, I think that's like a very niche kind of content to create on a weekly basis, like I did for like two years, was it? It's a long time to talk about the same subject, you know, but there's so much more to me as a person and there's so much more to my life. And obviously my life's taking a new chapter now. Um, suffering with my sight loss has obviously been a bit of a, a Debbie Downer for me. Pun completely intended there to my regular listeners. Um, but I've obviously, it's opened new doors too. I've now got a guide dog named Guinness. I'm dying to kind of properly, officially introduce him over on my YouTube to my audience. Um, so I recorded a video and I thought to myself, stop delaying it. If you delay it, it'll never get done. You just need to kind of do it, you know? And I don't, I understand that not everybody's going to stick around from YouTube. I understand that and I respect that. Um, because not everybody's in it for me and what I'm up to. A lot of people are interested in what, uh, how my axolotls are doing and stuff. And I'm not saying I'm not going to talk about axolotls ever again. I just don't want that to be my only drive for the channel, you know, because as things kind of did, they're going to become stagnant really quickly. And I'm going to keep repeating myself um, about the same subject. So there's only so many things you can talk about in a certain way, isn't there? So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to evolve the channel. I'm taking a whole new direction. It's going to be more like a vlog channel, and you're going to kind of follow me around on my day to day activities, um, including axolotls. They're still a huge part of my life. I've still got Pixel and the and the clan. They're still all here. Um, I've just kind of cut back on the rescue side of it, and I am going to cut back gradually over the next year or two, um, just to make it a bit easier for me with my condition with my sight. Um, I'll be doing myself and more importantly, my axolotls a huge disservice if I tried to do it at the pace I was doing it two, if not three years ago, you know. So things are going to take a bit of a change and I hope the majority of you will stick around and enjoy the content. But yeah, I've got the video. I just need to polish a few more bits on it and then the video will hopefully be being released tomorrow. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but we're going to go on a trip to Newcastle. So why a man? Terrible, terrible terrible accent that was but yeah impersonation of an accent anyway but come along as we go to newcastle i hope you enjoy the video and i'm also open to the possibility of changing the name of the channel as well because my youtube channel right now as you probably know is frankie's aquatics which is great love it it's brilliant it's been with me since day dot over on the old youtubings but i think now i'm going to talk about more things i need to kind of do something different with the channel name otherwise it might come across as a little bit misleading so I'm open to your suggestions, people. Any suggestions, let me know. I mean, I like uh, Frankie Out of Water, but obviously the podcast that you're listening to right now is called Out of Water Podcast. So I don't know if that will work. Or maybe it will. I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Again, outofwaterpodcast.gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts, people. Um, I'm very much listening. I'm, I'm all ears. I want to hear your opinions, please. So let me know what you're up to. Um, why is this not clicking? There we go. Why, why, why are you not clicking? There we go. Uh, so, yeah, what have I been up to? Um, I've, I've kind of enjoyed Christmas and New Year, to be honest. It's kind of been a bit hectic, been a bit crazy. It's gone really quick and very expensive, as pretty much every Christmas does, especially when you're a parent. Um, but it's been fun. It's been nice. I've enjoyed myself. It's been lovely. The kids have had a great time with it, too. I just think it's gone really quick this year. It's, it's flown by, you know. It's like you get all excited about obviously celebrating Christmas with your family and your loved ones. And then you look forward to the time off work and you look forward to being around people you care about and seeing family members that you probably won't see 
too much throughout the year. And then before you know it, he's done. It's done. All it's left is a massive hole in my pocket because uh, it's bloody expensive. But I do enjoy it. I do enjoy Christmas. I, I think a lot of people thought I was a bit of a humbug this year because I was moaning about it a lot. But I just, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna borderline not moan, but I'm gonna probably have a bit of a whinge here. I think it's very commercialized, you know. I remember when I was a kid and Christmas was just like this fairy tale. It was amazing. It was everything I needed it to be. And God bless them. That's because of my parents, of course. Um, but I can't help but kind of look at it now and go, in my day, it was nothing like this. It wasn't all money, money, money. But it kind of probably was. But for me as a kid, it wasn't, you know. So <laughs> I can moan about it now. I can actually relate to my parents as parents. I remember like, I used to go to my grandparents um, in the afternoon on Christmas Day. And then I'd come back home and my mum and dad would be like having a rest. They're, they're, they're having a bit of a lie down. And I'd be like, bloody hell, they're not 80. What's up with them? Why are they always loafing around, sleeping all the time? What's up with them? And you know what? I get it. I completely get it. I get the fact that it kicks your ass when you've got to basically kind of um, run Christmas, so to speak. I get it completely. I'm all in. I understand completely, mum and dad. I really do. So, yeah. <clears throat> you might notice that I've got a bit of a wheeze and a bit of a dry throat and stuff going on over here. Uh, that's completely self-inflicted. Um, yesterday, I travelled with my beloved Derby Trailblazers basketball team and we headed off to Worthing. Now, um, Worthing are having a good season. I think they've only dropped a game in the league. Um, they've beat us on the last two meets. Uh, they knocked us out of the kicking trophy. And they beat us at home as well. Uh, yeah, so basically we owe, we owed them a bit of a kick in the arse, to be honest. Uh, so we travelled down there, and that's exactly what we did. We we bought it to them, and it was a great game. And I must admit, it meant a lot getting that win yesterday. Um, and we we just played. We played the game that we knew we needed to play. You know, um, they play quite a tight defence. They're quite smothering. They don't give you a lot of space or room to kind of progress forward naturally. They're quite a smother inside. Um, they've been like that on the last few occasions that I've met them. Um, I say I like I'm actually playing. <laughs> Heavens forbid. <laughs> I got a heart attack in about two minutes. But I don't play. <laughs> they play a really intense game. And they do kind of, they, they kind of scare people, I think. I think why they're so successful, not only because they are skillful, clearly, um, is they play a very smothering, suffocating game where they don't give their opposition a, a, an ounce to move with, you know. They're just constantly on them. But the thing is, if you play a game to that sort of intensity, you get tired and eventually fatigue kicks in um, because you're playing such an intense game. Now, we just kind of weathered the storm. Um, they kind of took the lead early on in the first quarter and then it was kind of close thereafter. And then come the fourth quarter, we just did what we needed to do to close out the win. And it, it was for the National Cup as well. So we're now through... That was the semi-final in the National Cup. So we're now through to the final against Hemelstorm, which will be in Manchester. And I think it's like just under two weeks time, which I'm so excited for. So fucking excited. Cannot wait to get down to Manchester and cheer on the guys. But um, just to take Hemel to, uh, not Hemel, sorry, just to take Thunder to unfamiliar territory and kind of trouble them out last night was so rewarding. Um. Yeah, it was a great win, and I'm so happy, and I'm so proud of the guys. And yeah, it was it was just it was one to remember, shall we say? I had a great time, 
Um, the guys put on a fucking belting performance, and I'm so proud of going there and taking that result. So well done, gentlemen. If by some slim chance any of you do hear this, it was fantastic. So well done. And yeah, that's kind of where we've been. That's what I've been doing. That's where I'm at. And that's kind of the direction of my life right now. You know, I'm very much involved with the basketball and I absolutely love it. Travel around the world, the world, not yet. Working on it. Travel around the country. Fucking I wish. Globe trotter over here. Uh, we travel around the country. I have a great time with it. I'm quite honoured to know the team quite well. Um, well, I say quite well. I know, I know them really well, to be fair. I've had a good couple of seasons with them. Um, and it's been great getting to know the staff, getting to know the team, um, and just contributing my little part to what I do to kind of keep the wheels in motion. And long may that make long may that continue as well. Anyway, so we're going to jump back into the old familiar territories on this podcast. We're going to jump into some funny news stories, and then we're going to look at some agony aunt stuff because that seems to work. It seems to be what you guys enjoy. So if it's not broke, don't try and bloody fix it. Someone once told me. Uh, so without further ado, um, let's have a little look at the uh, news. We'll do the news first, okay? So the first headline reads, uh, I certainly said, what's that? So a vet removes, and it's a veterinarian, no, it is veterinarians. I'm having a bit of a blonde moment, I apologise. Veterinarians remove 38 hair ties from a cat's stomach. That's right, everybody, 38 Hair ties, those little things that you tie your hair with. 38 of them from a cat's stomach. And there's a picture, don't worry, it's not a graphic picture. Not that it matters, you can't see a podcast, can you? Or at least not yet, you can't, anyway. Oh, licky, licky, that cat's been busy. So let's read it together. Uh, A cat was brought into South Carolina Animal Hospital um, and is now recovering after the vet surgeons removed 38 hair ties from the feline stomach. 38? You'd think he'd have worked it out about seven or eight in, wouldn't you? you think he'd have got like seven or eight in. Like, these ain't all that tasty, to be fair. But you know what? No, this guy this cat was committed. And he ate 38 of the bloody things. Um, so, yeah, the car- carers noticed that the cat was becoming quite lethargic and wasn't eating his usual... For the <laughs> not eating usual for the past couple of weeks, uh, they took him in for a radiograph that discovered he had an unusual blockage in his stomach. Um, the person I won't, I don't mention names, so I won't mention the name of the person just in case. Like, don't you talk about me on your goddamn podcast, boy? That's talking about my cat, all sorts of funny turns. Uh, so the cat was obviously pretty bunged up having 38 bloody air ties. That, that could be what's going on in this ass. Because it, it seems we've got three women living here and they can never find a single air tie between them. So maybe, just maybe, that's what's going on. This cat's coming around and it's just snatching all the, snatching all the bobbles up, as we call them over here. Um, the owner said, I've never seen anything like it. I was gobsmacked when I found out the news. Um, he's now in recovery, but the blockage led to a liver condition that is now being treated. I bet it's bloody expensive as well. Imagine that with a cat dispenser of a hair tie. Yes, God, could, well, we've got any hair ties. Yeah, one second. <laughs> thanks, thanks, whiskers. Hmm, <laughs> tuna. <laughs> so yeah, the, the little little point is here. Just if you cut, Scott, if you've got a cat and you're losing hair bubbles, it's probably your cat eating them. <laughs> because yeah, it seems that cats will eat just about anything. Now that, that kind of surprises me a bit, if I'm honest, because I know cats 
Uh, I'd like to think, well, from what I know, I'd like to think cats are a little bit more, um, a little bit more smarter than dogs because dogs are a bit daft, aren't they? I love dogs. Dogs for the win for me. Um, but I was always under the impression that uh, dogs kind of would just do something stupid like this. Not a cat, but no, it just goes to show that cats are stupid as well. <laughs> Bloody thirty-eight of the damn things. Woo. Should not be interested in putting them all out. Jesus, can you imagine? Be like a confetti of nonsense coming out of his anus, wouldn't it? Anyway, moving on to the next story. Uh, the next one reads: A woman wins two million lottery prize two months after already hitting the one million pound jackpot. Wow. Okay. So a North Carolina woman collected a two million dollar prize from a scratch-off lottery ticket just two months after already winning. One million dollars from another game. My goodness. And they say like don't stripe twice. Woo, lucky lady. So the lady who's 41 um said she was at the supermarket when she decided to try a $20 diamond dazzler ticket for the very first time. Uh she ended up scratching off a two million prize. I'm not gonna do the accent. I'm gonna fuck it, I'm gonna do it. I was just standing there in shock, she said. I feel so blessed. <laughs> That's all I can say. I bet you do. She said that the win has made her. She said the win was made all the more unbelievable by the fact that she had already won the one million dollar prize from the Carolina jackpot scratch off ticket just two months earlier. You imagine winning that sort of money, right? The one milli milli, and then you're still in the supermarket going. Fancy me chances. Let's buy a scratch card. <laughs> woman, you've got enough. <laughs> Step away from the scratches, woman. Um, so, yeah, she won the jackpot. So now she's obviously three million up now. Jeez, what would you do with three million? I know what I'd do. Straight to I'd be so generous. That's what I'd do. I would be so flipping generous. I'm not even just saying it. I would donate to so many cool things. I would massively invest in Axolotl Rescue. Um, not just Axolotls, to be fair. Amphibians and aquatic species rescue. And that's kind of slept on. I really do in comparison to other animal projects. Um, I would definitely invest money into the Derby Trailblazers. That would be without even saying. I'd chuck lots of money into them and do great things for them. Um, and obviously look out for my family. I'm talking like I've actually won the three million here, aren't I? I'd like to thank David Blaine. His magic is real. <laughs> but no, seriously, I'd be such a I'd be such a generous guy. I just I want the thing is with me, right? Of course, yeah, of course you want the money. If someone says to you, would you like to win the three million on a couple of scratchy scratches, of course you're gonna say yes, aren't you? You'd be crazy not to. But for me, I just want to be comfortable, you know. I just want to be made for the rest of my life without being over the top made, if that makes sense. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I do great things with the money, don't get me wrong. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm daydreaming away here, aren't I? Yeah, so what's she going to do with the money? I told some of my family members and they couldn't believe it either, she said. I bet they were there with their hands out there, weren't they? Uh, she said that her first jackpot is currently being used to build her home. Fantastic. And her latest winnings will go towards a, her dream of opening a restaurant. There we go. There we go. I'd like to see some good shit come out of good money. 
Fair dues to you, lady. I hope you have a great time with it. So the last news story of this week reads. I'm just check. I'm not ticking over on the podcast. There we go. Because I've got to hit record again. You see. Um. So, 89 year old woman receives her master's degree, and they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I'm not trying to call the lady a dog. She's probably not. She's probably a bit of saint throughout her life. I'm not labelling the lady a dog. That would be very wrong of me. Anyway, put the shovel down, Frankie. An 89-year-old Florida woman had something extra to celebrate during the holidays when she received her master's degree. Fan-bloody-tastic. So the lady donned a cap and gown for a private graduation ceremony outside of her Florida home to celebrate earning her master's degree in creative writing from Southern New Hampshire University. The lady said she graduated high school at 16, but her family didn't have the money to send her to college. She took out some postgraduate courses at a local high school. That sounds crazy. Uh, But education fell to the wayside after she got married and started a family. The lady went back to school to earn her associate's degree after her children moved away from home, and she graduated with a bachelor's degree from a four-year university. Um, at age of 84 that's wicked that's made me smile so much that is so flipping cool uh then i said why not keep going i listen if you happen to be an american listener this is this is the only gear i've got <laughs> okay i'm not it, it's terrible it's probably very stereotypical and pointless of me to do but i'm, I'm, I'm committed now so i'm sticking with it they say why not i keep going she said um, to the news station. She was determined she wanted to earn her master's in creative writing, but her college didn't offer her the program. She ended up enrolling in the SNHU's online program to pursue her dream goal. I was afraid to try college, she said, so I tried so many things. If if you fail, try it again, but I just keep trying, she said. Oh, that was amazing. Well done, lady. That is amazing. Love to see it. Why not? And again, who says you can't teach an old lady new tricks? <laughs> so that's the news articles for this week. We're going to jump into the um, agony aunt part of the podcast now. Now, if you're a regular of the podcast, you'll already know about this. But just in case you knew and you found the podcast for the first time, what we do, um, I say we like there's a team of us. What I do is I go around the internet and I basically pull out um online agony aunt stories um i basically read them as if the person has written in to me for advice on their relationship and i basically give them a whole shit ton of terrible advice and we have a bit of a laugh at the other person's expense if that's what gets you through the day frankie who am i to stop you you should say but anyway let's roll it out as we jump in to what i like to call the um what what did i call this what was it called? I keep getting it wrong when I think about it in my head. It was um, Dear Debbie Downer. That was it. Dear Debbie Downer. So let's move on to the Dear Debbie Downer part of the podcast. So the first one reads, Dear Debbie Downer, I regret telling my husband I dream about having sex with a total stranger. Oh, you kinky care. Uh, Dear Debbie Downer, It took a lot of courage to explain my deepest fantasy to my husband, where his reaction made me regret saying a word. 
I thought sharing our fantasies would bring us closer, but it's only driven a wedge between us. Didums. The past few years, I felt really turned on by the idea of having a little bit of sexy time with a complete stranger. But my husband can't get it out of his head. Instead, he has taken it as a personal insult that isn't good that... He's took it as a personal insult that he isn't good enough for moi. I'm 48 and my husband is 51. Thank you for clarifying, because that small fact is very important. I still love him, and I'm very attracted to him, but he has taken this very, very badly. Whatever, whatever, whatever should I do? Well, what you've got to do, right, is you've just got to go and sleep with a stranger. <laughs> Don't go and sleep with a stranger. Don't do that, especially not at that age. <laughs> I don't understand, though. The bit has confused me. I thought sharing our fantasies would bring us closer. I think when you talk fantasies that you want to bring you closer, it's like, oh, how about we bring the handcuffs there and the blindfolds? And who knows, we might bring out some whipped cream and strawberries. But saying, when he was like turning around to you, I don't love what you're into. What's your deepest, darkest fantasy? And she goes, to fuck someone that ain't you. Yeah, you're going to see. You kind of see why he's not into it. <laughs> it doesn't sound like he's got much of a part to play in that, does it? Um, would you like me to pick you up after? <laughs> What's he supposed to say? What's the poor guy supposed to say? Mm, that sounds fun. I hope you have a great time doing that without me. <laughs> he's got no role to play. You hold the camera, dear. <laughs> Let's mark the occasion with a nice family video. <laughs> anyway, let's see. What... <laughs> it's a fucking stupid fantasy. That's the sort of fantasy you keep to yourself, isn't it? You just keep that stum. You keep that locked away in that old ruggedy mind of yours, you dirty mare. And you never speak on it. <laughs> and if you do, don't expect him to get his jocks off over the idea. But what, or what does the agony aunt actually say? So the agony aunt says, you can reassure your husband that this is this is just a fantasy, something you enjoy thinking about, but don't want to enact. I don't believe you. I think you've got it completely wrong there, Mrs. Agony aunt. Let him know he is absolutely enough for you. And sharing these feelings is a reflection of how much you trust him. Bollocks. <laughs> You're not pulling the wall over my eyes. Not because you want to stray. My support pack. Fuck off with your support pack, you bastard. Every time she tries to fob him off with a leaflet. Every single bloody time. Anyway, um, that's the first one anyway, guys. So moving on to the second one. This is quite, um, this is quite interesting because obviously we're talking about this on a podcast. So this is quite interesting. So the next one reads, um, Dear Debbie Downer, My anxiety has consumed me since I reached out to my dream podcast guest. Okay, well, I, I, by the way, I don't pre-read these, by the way. I just see the headline and I bookmark them and read them together for the first time. It's so special, isn't it? Uh, so Dear Debbie Downer, My anxiety has, gone, has got the better of me since I reached out to my dream podcast guest. 
and now I'm not sure how to follow up. Where's this fucking story going? I'm a 25-year-old man, and I started my own show just over a year ago. Over the last few months, it's really started to take off, so I decided to take a leap of faith and contact my dream guest. To my shock, her his personal assistant replied. Okay, what did they say? I couldn't believe it. She said that he wasn't available for an appearance until... He wasn't available for an appearance in 2023, but to check back in January. He wasn't available in 2023, but to check back in January. Bloody, I got a pre pretty busy schedule, aren't I? I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it, but I'm really nervous about approaching him again. Why? The wheels are in motion. I don't deal, I don't deal with uncertainty very well. How do I overcome the nerves? Give yourself a fucking slap, that's what you do. You've pretty much, you've not been told to bugger off there. You're in. You're in there. Don't bloody back out now, Sonny Jim. You're in. You've basically, you've knocked the door on the vancid. What more do you bloody want? Uh, I don't know, but what? That, that's my blatant, honest answer to you there anyway. But here's the, um, here's what the actual agony aunt said. So, it's normal to feel nervous about working with someone you look up to. Hello there, big guy. However, if your anxiety is becoming all-consuming, it would probably be best to tackle these feelings. Don't shy away from this opportunity. That's right. Give yourself a slap. The more you lean into it, the more you will remind yourself that you can cope with uncertainty and, in the long term, even rise to the occasion. I don't think he's getting his cock out of. Anyway, read my fucking leaflet, she says. Yes, we know you love your fucking leaflets. You and your bloody leaflets. Can't get them out of here. Think about the trees. Save the trees. Loves giving you a leaflet, she does. Yeah, but on a serious note, that guy just seems he needs to give that a bit of a wobble. Um, he's pretty much been not shunned off to go away there. So hang on in there, sunshine. Hang on in there. So the last one for this week goes a little something like this dear debbie downer i had mind-blowing sex with my dog you fucking what oh fucking jesus with my dog walker jesus christ i thought she was umping the dog oh oh gee that would have been a whole different story i had mind-blowing sex with my dog walker who i've known for years and i can't get it out of my head I'm 56, he's 31. Ooh, bit of an age gap. And has worked with me for 10 years. We've become firm friends, clearly. As he's matured, I found for myself, I find myself increasingly attracted to him, but I've never, never acted upon it. Uh, then last week when we went to the pub, boy, oh, a bit of Jesus juice, he came back to mine and we had a bit of a smooch. It was so tender and lovely. That's definitely something a 56-year-old would say. <laughs> I invited him up the stairs, and he readily accepted it. Oh, go on in, love. We had the sex twice. It was very nice. And <laughs> we had sex twice that night. And once after breakfast the next morning, oh, couldn't do it on a full stomach. I'd have done it before. Uh, but now he's, he's not returning my calls, and he's ghosting me like a ghost in the night. I feel... I feel bereaved. Is it bereaved? That's not the right word, is it? I don't know. I think it says bereaved. 
and want my mate back. Oh, my lover. If he's willing. Mmm. Shakshay. Well, I don't know. Get him back down to the pub, I say. Not that... <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds... Get him back down to the pub and get him drunk. Hey, hey. Get some chicken poking licking in the morning. Uh, what does the agony aunt say? Like, I'm, I'm literally leaving that one way alone. I'm going to see what the agony aunt says. So the agony aunt says, you may have to accept that a relationship isn't what he wants. You're a different life. You're at different life stages and he may feel he has crossed a boundary. Leave it a week if she fucking gives him a leaf at the end of this. Leave it a week and then contact him, suggesting you draw a line under it and hope in the hope he can come over and walk the dog as usual. If you'd like a relationship, get out with friends and network that way. Here we go. My leaflet, the right partner for you, will help. Fuck off with your leaflets. Yes, so she's just palming him off with a leaflet. Here we go. I'm ending my tether. Don't worry, mate. Got a leaflet for you. Oh, got a bit of headache. Don't worry, mate. Don't worry. Don't take a paracetamol. Read my leaflet. <laughs> it's the answer to everything. Bloody all the trees she's butchering down to rake these freaking leaflets for. Gee, I bet you any money. I bet you any money. She has about 20, 30, 40, bloody how many thousand of these leaflets piled up. And I bet you any money, only once in a while she gets to give them out. Those poor, poor trees. Poor, poor, poor trees. Terrible. Anyway, um, that's the podcast for this week, everybody. I know that was one really quick. I enjoyed that. It's nice to be back. I love doing the podcast. I genuinely do. I've just been kind of consumed with life. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things going on. It's been the Christmas holidays. Um, a lot of the kids have had a lot of time off school through to various illnesses and stuff. And obviously, life just kind of takes over. And before I know it, it's gone from like a week to like a month without doing a podcast. So I do apologize. I do try. I'm going to try my absolute best to be more, more um, punctual with my podcast this year. Um, I had a really good year last year, and it kind of dropped off at the end, and it was completely my own doing. It was completely my own fault because my consistency wasn't there. And I can I listen to plenty of podcasts myself. Um, if one of my favorite podcasts doesn't upload for a little while, I just listen to something else. So I do get it. I do completely understand it. But if you are still here and um, you're a regular listener, I thank you. If you're a new listener, I, I thank you and welcome you with open arms and a leaflet, apparently. Um, I welcome you to the podcast. I hope you stick around and enjoy it. Um, we do this pretty much every week. Um, there's going to be bonus podcasts this, this year as well. Um, I've got a few guests kind of lined up that lined up last year. And again, due to my slack, I never really chased them up. I think my anxiety was out the roof. <laughs> so I need to kind of chase them up, you know, and they're not, they're not shabby people either. They're people from really cool walks of life. And I really hope to bring a bit of humor as I bring them on as guests. And hopefully, um, the first one shouldn't be too far off, but I'm gonna do the the I'm gonna do the I said celebrity give it away. I'm gonna do the guest podcasts as well as my normal podcast. So if you like one or the other, you're gonna get the best of both worlds, aren't you? Anyway, listen, thank you so much for stopping by and checking out this week's podcast. I hope to see you back on the next one. Again, if you want to reach out for anything, sponsorships, affiliations, ideas, stories, or you just want to say hello, then you can do that by reaching out on the email. What happened to my voice then? Bye. Reaching out on the email, which is outofwaterpodcast at gmail.com. 
one more time for you. That is out of water podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, thanks for tuning in, people, and I'll see you all next week. So until next time, toodly doo.